0: Attend while in high school. Jumpstart your career. Your high-tech training starts here. Van Buren Tech. Your career, your future, your life.
1: Welcome to The Breakfast Club on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good every Friday morning as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. Teresa Getman, Rosalie Placati, and Paul Leyendecker are your hosts on Cozy and the podcast at WCSY.com. The Breakfast Club is sponsored by
2: Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. Now today's Breakfast Club on Cozy. Well good morning, I'm Paul Decker with Teresa Argetman and Rosalie Placati. Are you open to the possibility of entities, ghosts, spits in your life? Well strap in and get ready for today's abnormal, I mean paranormal breakfast club. <laughs> 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 i had to do that i just had to
3: i know you do you know paul you're that's the bright part of my day the way you um, and you were having way too much fun with it but we are excited today you know uh, the library had a great program i went to it i met um our guest today along with his team and it was so interesting and and so well done i think that our listeners will be a little surprised that it's not about, you know, the ghosts you might see on Halloween when they ring your doorbell. He works, he and his team work with many entities. So at this point, I would love to introduce Mr. Chet Bransky. And he is with the Forgotten Souls Paranormal um, Organization. And welcome, Chet.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on.
3: Well, we're really excited because, like I said, you did impress me as a very um, organized uh, organization. That was a silly thing to say. But, you know, you weren't there to say boo. You were there to talk about some real things that you have investigated and have shown uh, uh, the audience there. And of course, this is radio. But tell us a little bit. Um, why don't we just start? with you know the whole paranormal organization that you did and made into a nonprofit tell us about your beginnings
0: well beginning was in 2010 uh, by a gentleman's name by Carl Wickett he passed away in uh, 2020 of covid and i kind of pretty much took over the group and i started in 2015 and as a group we try to come in and get answers to our guests concerns about paranormal in their house in lives. Uh, sometimes we'll bring closure. Uh, and I have talked to hundreds of people on the phone on what is going on in their house or in their lives or, or their family lives. And they're reaching out to us to come in and give some closure to their family members. And so we talk quite a bit on the phone on what's going on. And we go there. And we'll do an investigation and get some answers for them hopefully
3: so let's let's back up a second. Um, okay. So people seek you out. They have mm-hmm. situations in their homes that are unusual, and mm-hmm. then you go in and what you know if they want you to come and if you think it's a valid um, if you think it was a valid um, concern, then you make an appointment to go out there. tell Tell us a little bit about that how you do that.
0: Well, we'll set up a time when it's uh, uh, conducive for them to have us come out there. We'll bring our paranormal equipment and we'll get set up and we'll do our investigation. And uh, as you said, we're a nonprofit, so we'll go to a house or business uh, and uh, uh, do an investigation. Uh, Once we get all the uh, information that we get, and uh, uh, EVPs, which is electronic uh, voice recorder, and uh, uh, video, if, if we get that lucky. Then we'll come back after we analyze everything and uh, have a review with the client.
3: Now, again, did, did you always have um, a predisposition to do something like this? What intrigued you to be part of this?
0: Well, like I said, I joined in 2015. Carl uh, asked me to join uh, uh, the group, and uh, we went to a place where I used to work at, Freedom Motors, and uh, uh, everybody, I think, knows what a spirit box is when they're in the paranormal world that I'm in. It's, uh, it's an avenue for a spirit. will ask a question, and uh, we'll get an answer. Well, we were at Freedom Motors, and he asked one specific question, which just dropped my draw, uh, jaw. Uh, he uh, the question was: We were talking to a person there, and well, an entity. Let's put it that way, and uh, let's clarify that entity. <laughs> and uh, he asked the question: uh, How many people do you like here at Freedom Motors? One answer came: Cedo. He was the owner. Uh, the other one was uh, Courtney. She's a comptroller. And my name came up. And by George, I'm kind of happy my name came up that they like me. <laughs>
4: uh-huh. So
0: jaw dropped when I, when I heard that. And I said to myself, wow, there's more to this than what you know meets the eye or you see on TV. And I'm experiencing it. And uh, as the years go by, I've experienced a lot of things. I don't know if we got all the time in the world for me to share with your viewers Uh, listeners and uh, so I got more interested in it and obviously Carl passed away and then I took over
3: well you know uh, when we were at the presentation at the library you did show photos that you luckily got uh, that you luckily captured and Mm -hmm. they were quite startling Um, Mm -hmm. you know and you know in your information and we'll talk about that later you want to make sure that you know there's you, you know why you do it is a lot of the times is to disprove something that might be going on or to, to try to find, you know, every effort into bringing out what's going on. So has that happened too? where people, when you say people call, you say, well, I, that doesn't really sound like something.
0: Well, I, I will tell them on the phone, uh, you know, is it a fan? Is it this electrical? Yeah. So when we do, uh, To be a a step ahead on the question is, and when we do go into the house, we try to debunk everything uh, that we can. But then there's things that you cannot debunk, and that just makes you that much more of a believer because you're getting uh, evidence back. Uh, So I don't know if that answered your question, Rosalie, or not.
3: No, it does, because I I know folks that uh, um, have very strong beliefs and very uh, both ways, right? They, they believe in this. I do. I've had experiences. Um, but then there's folks that, you know, like my husband, Walt, <laughs> we were just talking about him. Um, he says, I'm nuts. So, you know, that could be true too.
0: <laughs> but there you there's,
3: go. yeah, there's, there's folks on both sides. So what if you, are, are is there anything that kind of jumps out at you that you can share that was really helpful for a client?
0: Uh, I would recommend uh, just keep an open mind uh, to the possibility of the paranormal in your life. Accept it if it's happening. You're never alone. Um, And uh, definitely just go from there. Uh, I have had uh, people I've talked to on the phone, and uh, they've had some paranormal activities going on in their house. And uh, I would recommend just accept it. Talk to them. Don't feel like you're crazy if you're talking to a kitchen that's empty. Mm-hmm. You're having experiences there. I had a lady in Niles that did that, and uh, she says, you know, Chet, you, uh, you know, I don't know if you're a psychiatrist or what, but I took your advice, and everything's calmed down. And uh, so those things happen, you know.
3: Have, have you ever had any uh, disbelievers – Become a believer after one of your visits?
0: Absolutely. Many times, many times. And that's what kind of keeps us going. You know, Uh, you have three kinds of people. You have the skeptics and you have the people that are sitting on a fence post and uh, ready to jump off. And then you have the believers. So I absolutely, uh, absolutely uh, agree with that analogy right there.
5: I know for some people, you know, um, and I got to break in because, you know, I didn't even know I'd be on the show today. Um, but I'm here and, um, I can tell you, um, whether you want to believe or not certain things, certain things happen and, um, it's hard to reconcile it with, if you're a Christian or very, you know, sometimes you're like, (laughs) okay, how does, how do those two meet? But the facts are, I lived in a house. Where I walk in the closet of my sisters, and the evil there was so huge that we could and we all knew it. We all started talking to it. we had a priest come over because my my dad was a deacon in the Catholic church and and uh you know perform him. he knew I mean, and then downstairs, I remember my sisters walking into the downstairs room and uh blonde-haired or uh, older person, very old gray-haired person walked into the closet, but it wasn't really a person. And I'm like, wow. And I turn to go sneak on my brother's stereo. And then I realized, you know, that wasn't normal. And I turn a little more (laughs) and walk out the door. And then um, my brother said, you know, my room was haunted. You know, one time is talking, he used that term. We didn't know another term or anything. And my sister goes, yeah, I had the old woman come and I woke up and she was leaning over me. I said, yeah. And they walked into the closet. She goes, yeah, it left into the closet. So we didn't make that up and we didn't want it to happen. But that, those, those were facts on Victoria Avenue. We'll never forget that house. And my sister's current house, I've seen stuff in there. She's seen stuff in there. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need to use your bathroom. No, thank you.
3: Um, real, quick question, real quick question, though. Um, I, I know, Chet, you had said there's different types of entities. What What are the different types of entities that you have found?
0: Well, you have a residual uh, haunting. Uh, that would be assumed as an ent- entity. Uh, you have uh, intelligent haunting, and you have a poltergeist haunting. Uh, residual haunting could be somebody that passed away and uh, you've taken over the house and you see them walking through the house and it's repetitious. Uh, It might not be every day, but it could be every other day. And uh, so they have not figured out there should be crossing over, in other words, okay? So they're so attached to the house that they're going to do the same thing. They're going to start walking through it and periodically people will see them. Intelligent haunting would be And uh, uh, an entity that wants them to know that they are around. They want you to know that they are around. Uh, They're communicating with you and saying, "Okay, you're living here, but I'm living here, too. And the third one is the poltergeist. And I would stay away from that. And we get back into the demonology and that kind of part of uh and I and you know anytime I talk to somebody on the phone and I'll interview them and they start talking about the devil and this and that, uh we stay right away from that we We just don't want to go there. We did one investigation in g r of a young girl at thirteen years old, and she was being possessed by the devil, and I swear to God that's exactly what was happening. Her eyes were blue. But when she looked at me, they turned black, and that's my word. That's what I saw, and my other team members saw the same thing. So okay. you got to speak. Go well,
3: ahead. Well, no, thank you for clarifying that. I think that's helpful, too. Not so frightening except for the poltergeist. But you know what? We're at the end of this segment, Chet. So how can people find you?
0: Uh, well, uh, they can call me. Is that good? Can I yeah. say that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Area code two six nine two zero eight nine six two two, and when we get our website going, uh, forgotten souls paranormal dot com.
5: Yes. Don't don't turn that channel. Stay tuned because our next segment we have a special guest coming on to share. Uh, so stay tuned. <laughs>
2: Reach out to us with ideas and comments. Email the breakfast club at WCSY.com. Altogether, no spaces. The breakfast club at WCSY.com. We'll be back
6: in a flash. The South Haven, Bangor and St. Joseph Banking Centers, a division of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor the breakfast club. Friday mornings at 830 on Cozy FM. At the South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com.
2: Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, downtown South Haven, works to get you out of pain, back to doing the things you love and avoid invasive procedures. Dr. Vassar believes that working together with you to achieve your goals is one of the most fulfilling experiences. For a different chiropractic experience, learn more and make an appointment at vassarchiropractic.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy FM. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, 330 Kalamazoo, downtown South Haven. This is The Breakfast Club
1: on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good.
2: The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank. And Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. And now, back to The Breakfast Club on Cozy. Thanks so much for listening to our show every Friday on Cozy. You can find podcasts of the show after we're off the air. We hope you do at WCSY.com, WCSY.com. I'm Paul Becker, back with Rosalie Placati, Teresa R. Getman, and some very interesting guests ready for part two of The Breakfast Club.
5: I gotta say when Rosalie and I what a month ago decided we wanted to do something around this for Halloween, I wasn't really sure what we were going to do. We never really are <laughs> and <laughs> but the first name when we came up with the Paranormal or something around Halloween, my first thought was, I got a call our next guest, who's very near and dear to me for for a long time, but he had told me some stories and I said, you know what? We got to call Martin Super. Good morning, Martin. Good morning. How are you? I'm unbelievable all right I'm, but i'm glad you're here i'm glad to be here so you can share your story and you and chet we found something out um yes so i'm just like okay paul and i are about to jump <laughs> yeah. here and leave rosaline you guys
4: <laughs> all right so hit us with the was- story i can't wait <laughs> okay so uh most people who know me i'm I guess I'm, I'm, I'm known by people in town, but my wife and I own Jensen's RV Park and Motel on the north side of South Haven, and uh, we have just finished our 10th season. Of owning the park, uh, my parents had the park for 32 years before that, and before us, Bernie Moret owned it. Which, if you're local, you that name rings a bell. And then before that, the Jensen family owned it. It was part of their, you know, family portfolio between the fisheries and the construction company and everything. You know, they were a diversified business people, so that's where the Jensen name comes from. And uh, my wife and I bought the park 10 years ago for my parents, and obviously, as new owners coming in, there was a lot of things we wanted to do. A lot of things we wanted to change. And uh, I just kept telling my wife, you know, as we were working uh, middle of the day, I I would say, you know, we we were taking over the park and working on things. and, And let's say I would be mowing grass. I feel like as I mowed grass, customers would walk up and ask me questions or try to stop me and ask me something. And I felt like, uh, one out of the ten customers, when I saw them kind of walking up to me out of the corner of my eye, I would stop mowing to talk to them and and I would turn and there would be nobody there or or I would kind of see people walking in the distance and the more I tried to look at them, the less I could see them and and you know we had we had some interesting things happening uh in our motels and the history behind all that is besides our r v park, we have the motel buildings, and those were originally part of um, rosenson 's Lake park resort, which um, uh, the South Haven local celebrity and and, and, and national celebrity Leonard Rosenson, uh, his parents owned the resort and he's famous for playing Spock's father on Star Trek. So we get a lot of, we get a lot of Trekkies who come to the park because this is Leonard Rosenson's boyhood home. He lived in South Haven all through elementary school and high school. And uh, he went off to world war II, came back. So his parents owned the resort. So uh, between the park and between it being a resort, it's it's people have come here on vacation for over a hundred years to our specific location. So a lot of people have come and go and, and, um, we, have, uh, we have, I like to say, our permanent guests. Um, but more than anything, I, I feel like I, I just, I, out of the corner of your eye, you always see somebody. And uh, to when Teresa asked me, uh, I said, you know, I have some strange theories just based on what, what I've seen, but I feel like during the summer, we see the, more things outside and not just because we're outside more. I, I really feel like I You know, I get stuck in the office a lot, but I feel like I see people walking around and see things outside more. And I, in the fall, I feel like I see things inside more. Sometimes we'll see something in our house or in one of the rooms or in the office. And, and I said, you know, when some people say, oh, when I saw a ghost, I felt chills or I felt cold. And I said to Teresa, maybe, maybe whatever it is, if you believe it's a spirit, if you believe it's some sort of um, energy, that's impacted our environment maybe has something to do with heat right maybe people see things in their house in the fall and around halloween time because uh you know like mice sneak into your house in the fall maybe maybe the ghosts have to sneak into (laughs) your house too so i I don't know just based on things i've seen but um the biggest thing for us has been that uh besides myself and uh customers people have seen what appears to be a, a small girl that seems to be one that's a reoccurring theme and something that I've seen on several occasions, uh um, in my house, we had, uh, we had some customers one time that rented one of our motel rooms for an entire summer. Cause he was working in town and, uh, I've never told him anything. And he came into the office one time with his girlfriend and said, uh, you got a problem with kids. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Do I have a problem with kids? And he says, well, uh, you know, it sounds like, uh, you know, in the middle of the night, there's kids running up on the second floor. And I said, we don't have a second floor. And he's like, yeah, that's my point. It sounds <laughs> like there's kids running on the ceiling. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, he said, and one time my girlfriend saw a little girl and I was like, oh, okay. That's uh That's interesting. So people come and they tell us these stories and we just kind of smile and nod and say, yeah, people have seen a lot of weird things, but, uh, that's a reoccurring thread. Uh, and then this last summer, I had a customer who was staying in our new section, which was never part of the resort all the way south part of our property. We added 41 more RV sites. I think about five years ago now. And one of the customers said that his daughter was sleeping and woke up in the middle of the night and saw a little girl like not 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 hovering, but like leaning over her and, and like trying to touch her face and it woke her up and it scared her. And again, it, it, we keep hearing this this idea of this little girl, little girl, little girl. We hear this over and over. And and to me, um if you're looking at things logically, not spiritually or emotionally, I like logical explanations. I like scientific explanations. How do people who don't know the story all see the same thing? Right? If you're if you're a skeptic Or if you're a scientific person, I would just like explanation from those people. Like, how do you see those things? And again, I'm not coming into this saying, oh, it's definitely spirits or it's demons or it's energy or it's this or it's that. There's been a lot of great explanations but if so many people are seeing things i would think that that would have some merit to be studied by science and that's one thing i don't understand is why is it uh why is there such a stigma uh to to i think scientists should study something like this and see what it is if it's anything even if it is a mass delusion what would cause people who are not given a story beforehand all have a mass delusion that's the same and that's what's always uh interested me about the subject. And so I think before we started, you know, we had, we had talked about a couple things and, and I feel that going in, uh, going into our 11th year, ending our 10th year, the last couple of years things have uh, for the most part, I, I feel simmered down. I don't, I don't see things as much. I don't hear things as much. Uh, so, you know, I, I think Chet told me that must mean that they're happy with me. I, I hope so if they're here permanently. Um, <laughs> but I would like to think, I would like to think that, for many people um, coming here on vacation with their families, be it when it was a resort or when it was where our campground, that those are those are happy memories for them. And, and maybe maybe heaven for them is, is living that out for eternity. And I would hope that uh, I'd be a good enough business that people would want to be here forever. But uh, <laughs> that's 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 just kind of kind of how I feel about it. But that's a really I mean, cool really way to think nervous. about it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Hey, Chet, can I bring you in here for a minute? Sure. Um, for what Martin has told me in your experiences, um, should we fear this or should we accept it? Like, first of all, you said, and then even Martin, to some extent, has gotten used to this. I mean, should we just say, okay, it's, it's okay. It's not going to hurt me. Um, and that's just part of what's happening in my life right now. Would you say that's a valid statement?
0: It definitely is. And for what I've heard from Martin, I think the entities have accepted what he's done renovation-wise, and they've agreed with that. They're they're okay with that, and they're at peace with that. And I think that's why things have vamped down for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they ramp up, then uh, – Uh, You got to look at your design and see, do I got to change things, you know? But it sounds like to me, Martin's doing a good thing there, and they're accepting that. So everything's kind of ramping down for him, definitely. So, you know know, what? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, and Martin was talking scientifically and stuff, you know, and I have a little verbiage here. Scientifically has not been proven that ghosts exist. But in the other flip side, scientifically, it has not been proven ghosts do not exist. Think about that. Think about that.
3: Yeah. Well, they can't. I I know that the one time I experienced something that was really profound. We had just moved into a a 100-year-old house, and um, I was cleaning up. We had a party, and um, I was talking to the woman who lived there. She had died there. She raised her children there. Um, And they're all lovely people. And it was a happy house. And so I said, thank you. I'll take good care of your house. And a wine glass just fell off the shelf, just fell right off. I mean, sure. I, I wasn't near it. There was no wind. It was firmly on a shelf. So, I mean, I think that and after that, I never felt any fear. I felt that I was being good and, you know, with what what she felt strongly about. And telling so, you to drink more wine. <laughs> well, that what I did accomplish. <laughs> I always can accomplish that. But then, Martin, what about your kids? Have they experienced anything?
4: Yeah, not really. And it's tough with kids because um, I don't want to ask leading questions oh. that are suggested. Oh. Right. right, And obviously kids have nightmares. So if, you know, if a kid has a nightmare and said, I was in a plane crash or this happened, you say, okay, you made that up. And then if they have a nightmare where they said, I saw a person in my room, you can't automatically say, okay, well, that's real. But the plane crash nightmare was made up. And so I don't try to be suggestive with them. And I don't try to, uh, I don't share the stories with them or bring it up with them. Um, but again, I i mean, they've said once or twice. I mean, one time my daughter said, I woke up and I thought I saw a hand over my face. And I'm like, well, that, that might fit the bill of some of these things that other people have said. It also could just be, um, a nightmare. One thing I did see, then I was, I was thinking about what Chet said during his, uh, segment, cause I was listening to it. There is a hallway in our house. And I think Teresa said this too, where, uh, we, we actually built the house there. My parents built the house there and now I live in that house. And there's a hallway where for years and years and years, it looks like there's a guy who walks from the left side of the hallway to the right, like in, out of one room into another. And that I had even seen when I was a little kid, I didn't see anything else besides that. But when I was a little kid, I saw that the funniest part is where we built the house. There was never a house. It was actually a swimming pool at one time. And uh, so I always thought to myself, um, what is that, right? Why do people always see? And and again, it just looks like a guy walking out of the bathroom and into a bedroom through that hallway, always from left, Always to write. And I always thought to myself, what is it? I remember one time I saw it very vividly and I kind of cranked my neck and my dad's like, what is it? And I was like, did you see that? He's like, yeah, you saw that too. And I was like, yeah. And, I was, and, awesome. and again, it's, it's almost so comical. Like, gosh, I would hate to be a ghost and just have to walk out of a bathroom and into a bedroom for eternity.
3: I was just
4: eternity. Just leave that <laughs> bathroom and go into that bedroom. <laughs> and, <Yes>. and again, <laughs> at, at this point, like when you think about it, maybe it isn't a spirit, you know, we, we are, we humans are balls of energy, right? Okay. We're electrical machines. And maybe that's just some sort of imprint on exactly. our surrounding environment. I interesting. You know, I don't have all the answers. I just have all the stories, you know. like so, one yeah.
5: real quick I will say, my dog used to bark at the one at Victoria Avenue bark really bad. And I kept telling him to get here. I was like, cause he was trained like in England. Yeah. He was a um, German shepherd. And I finally said, get here one more time. And he was coming up the stairs and halfway he got thrown up against the wall oh. and, and then came the rest of the way up. And he and I went in my bedroom and closed the door, <laughs> but I've seen too many things to say now, but yeah. Thank you, Martin. And thank you, Chet. Yeah. you're welcome. You're welcome. We could do this for hours, I suppose. Yeah, but boy, like I know, it. and
2: I would bet we could take calls, and I'll bet there'd be other I, 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 stories. We could go live
3: with this. Give <laughs> your phone number one more time before we close. Wow,
0: you want my number? Yeah, chat. Two area code two six nine two zero eight nine six two two. Name is Chat. And, Martin, one quick thing, I wouldn't mind being that entity that goes from one room to another if I had a glass of
4: wine every time I had to walk. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Martin, tell us if somebody wants to come to your campground, how do they get in touch with you?
4: Yeah, well, uh, so they can uh, look up. So we, we have an RV park and we have motel rooms and you can go to Jensen's And you can make reservations online and see all the information of the park and see the history of the park. And uh, we actually have a lady who is a local historian who's come up um, and she's she's putting together a lot of information so we can put that on our website as well. Uh, But it's all it's all on there. And yeah, that's pretty much it.
3: All right. Well, thank you. This has been great. All right. Hey, we
2: love it when you share ideas and comments with us. Email the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. One long word, no spaces, the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. You'll find podcasts on the website. And for more inspiration from Teresa R. Getman, we hope you'll visit inner Have a good day. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: You've been listening to The Breakfast Club, highlighting what's good every Friday morning at 830 as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant
2: ways to experience hope. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. Join us again next Friday at 830 for The Breakfast Club on
1: Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM. Find a podcast of today's show
2: at WCSY.com. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, downtown South Haven, works to get you out of pain, back to doing the things you love. And avoid invasive procedures. Dr. Vassar believes that working together with you to achieve your goals is one of the most fulfilling experiences. For a different chiropractic experience, learn more and make an appointment at VassarChiropractic.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy FM. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, 330 Kalamazoo, downtown South Haven. The South Haven, Bangor, and St.
6: Joseph Banking Centers, a division of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor the new Breakfast Club, Friday mornings at 8.30 on Cozy FM. At the South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Whiteford Wealth Management, they have the pleasure of serving clients in nearly half of the country from their beloved South Haven. Rest assured, with Whiteford Wealth Management, you will always get simple, candid advice based on the wealth of knowledge and experience in tax, legal, and investments. Clients trust Whiteford Wealth Management with their life savings, and they earn that trust by recommending products That they use themselves. Whiteford Wealth Management. Let them help you build wealth.
2: WhitefordWealth.com.
6: Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy.
2: The Breakfast Club on WCSY-FM South Haven is paid for by Enterprises LLC.